This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. As an investor, you may have heard about the accredited investor status, or you may have been asked about it in the past. But either way, you need to understand what it is because there are certain deals that you need to, like to get into those deals, you need to be an accredited investor. So you've got to understand what it is. So if you're asked, or if you're looking at these syndicated deals and they say, hey, are you an, an accredited investor? Here's what that means. And here's, and I'll go over some ways that they will ask you to prove that as well in ways that you can do that. So if you are an individual or you're filing as a single on a single tax return, if your income is more than $200,000, this is your gross income, if it's more than $200,000 as reported on your tax return, you would likely qualify as an accredited investor. The other test is if your net worth is more than a million dollars, not counting your personal house. So a lot of times people have a lot of net equity and net worth tied up in their house especially right now, like after this, this craze in 2020 and 2021 of the real estate, you might have a million dollars of equity in your house, which is technically net worth, but that's not net worth that, be, that can be counted to help you qualify as an, accred, an accredited investor. So remember, you've got to exceed $200,000 of income and have it reported on your tax return to be an accredited investor. And that's as a single filer, but if you file a joint tax return with a spouse or partner, it's got to be more than $300,000 is where your income needs to be to be an accredited investor or to reach that accredited investor status. So it's $300,000 of income if you file a joint return. And remember, your net worth would be that million dollars. So the net worth, or really the tax return test is not that complicated. And normally, if, if you're trying to get into a fund or a syndication and they ask you to prove that you're an, an accredited investor, you can just send them a copy of your tax return and they'll see that. That's pretty easy. The second test, though, that net worth test where I mentioned it's got to be more than a million dollars of net worth, not counting your personal home or the equity in your personal home, there is some, there's some calculation there. You just need to understand what could be included in that net worth test. So if you've got Retirement accounts, those would count as net worth. That's on the positive side. If you've got if you've got cash, if you've got stocks, if you've got investments, if you've got a muni bond portfolio, all of those would count towards your net worth. And what would also count towards your net worth would be real estate that's not your personal home. So if you have a rental property, if and say you bought this rental property for three hundred thousand dollars five years ago, if that property is worth six hundred thousand dollars now and you have a $200,000 loan on it, that difference, that equity, directly trans- translates to net worth. So when you're thinking of like coming up with your net worth and your net equity, I would yeah, use just use that equity number and add it into your net worth. I have a tool just on the wealthgamepodcast.com site where if you go and download that, it's a really basic tool, but it's just a way for you to list out your assets if there's monthly income, you can list out the monthly income, but it's a way to list out your assets, list the value and the debt associated with that asset, and it'll help you just come up with your net worth, your net worth. So I've got that on wealthcampodcast.com. It's just free. Just put in your email address and it'll email it over to you. 
So if, and, and again, a lot of times this question comes up when you're trying to get into alternative investments. Like if you want to go buy stocks, you could go, you could go put $100,000 in Apple stock tomorrow and the SEC, they're not, they're not going to stop you from doing that. Or your brokerage is not going to stop you from doing that. They don't care what your net worth is. Um, they, they'll just allow you to put the stocks in there or the money into those stocks. I think it's kind of a strange thing because the SEC supposedly has these requirements like this accredited investor requirement supposedly to protect the investor uh, from, from bad investments, from losing money. But I think it's just weird that there's no, there's no protections like that when you're getting into like say a stock and, and stocks they do have are publicly, publicly traded companies that can issue stocks like that on the stock market. Like while they do have audited financials and the SEC regulates the way that works, they have comparable financials. It's just, it's just kind of strange that some of these, in my opinion, some of the best deals you can get into, there's this threshold where if you're not an accredited investor yet, if you're not making that income, you don't have that net worth, you're blocked out of those investments. So it's kind of crazy where I, I just think it's a weird thing with the SEC and some of these regulations that we have. But um, yeah, just make sure you tra you're tracking your net worth. Don't, ex don't include your house, at least when you're sending this over. Uh, sometimes these funds or syndications will ask you for like a CPA letter. So if you have a CPA that is willing to write a letter or willing to sign off on something and really all they're going to do, they're going to look at your net worth. You'd prepare a schedule for them and say, Hey, I've got these assets or these cash balances and even like screenshots of what your cash is or your investment balances are. If you send that over to your CPA, they could probably fill that out for you. We in my firm, we have a, we have a template where it's just like a standard letter that we would fill out and we don't even need to tell them how much your net worth is. It's just, is there what net worth over a million dollars? Yes. We check the box. We can sign it, we can date it, and we can send it back to the client. But just just be aware that sometimes they'll ask you for tax returns. They might ask you for a net equity or net worth statement, or they might ask you for a CPA a CPA letter, or maybe even a letter from a brokerage company or your financial advisor. But there's a few different ways to do it. And the reason for this accredited investor status requirement is it comes from the SEC. It's not really the the people trying to collect money for these investments. Honestly, they they don't care if you're accredited. It's they care because it's a requirement by the SEC that they collect that information. So just just understand that when people are asking like, "Hey, what's your net worth?" if they're looking to raise funds for your for your investment. So that <clears throat> just understanding that, I think that will help you and help you understand the hurdles you need to cross to get into these other and alternative investments. But as as you've heard me say before, I, I know that these things will help you increase your wealth and decrease your taxes. But good luck with everything. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com.